Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Rob. Stay with us as we talk about church, theology, culture, and everything in between. Hey guys, welcome back to the Beverly Foster Podcast with your host, Michael. And Rob. And apparently the voice of Siri in Zoom here. This is still throwing Mm -hmm. us off. Sorry, guys, if you have any questions about that, refer to the last episode. So Mm -hmm. today, Rob, we're going to talk about something that we are incredibly familiar with. I mean, it really, it might be a topic on us. We're going to be talking about celebrity pastor the culture of celebrity pastors yeah and if you can be humble while you're being a celebrity pastor and i think we have all of those boxes checked you and i yeah i i actually um just i actually add some stuff to my coffee to help keep me humble so yeah i mean we 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 both run i mean huge ministries um have book deals I mean, I, my phone, I just turn it off because there's so many calls coming in and it's just like, yo, like guys, Justin, Selena, like Brad, stop texting me. I don't have time. Like, it's just one of those things where it's just really hard to, you know, get things done. I, I would make references like that, Michael, but I don't know any movie stars. (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 or, or uh, artists. You know, like I'm, I'm that guy who somebody's like, oh my gosh, did you hear this person's new song? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know it was who that person is. Song, yeah. I don't, I don't even Kanye know. Kanye who? who? I, I don't even know who sings Christian songs. I've yeah. heard the songs, but I mean, I don't know who they are. Yeah. So, um, so in all seriousness, uh, today we are going to be talking about uh, celebrity pastor culture. And if one can be humble, while being a quote-unquote celebrity pastor. This came up uh, also as this whole series this month is in in the stories on Instagram through a series of different questions and topics that uh, we were talking about. And um, the question came up, can somebody be humble as a celebrity pastor? Because there are some people that kind of get thrust into that um, in a way that they didn't intend, whether like a book they write just does incredibly well. And then everybody kind of knows their name or they preach this sermon that wasn't meant to be this big thing, but it becomes this pivotal thing in their, in their ministry. Um, So it comes down to, you know, within this celebrity pastor culture that is pretty predominant within Christianity, though, luckily it seems to be dying pretty, pretty well. Um, Though that might be even pushed back on, but like, can you be well known and still be humble within Christianity? And how does that look like now? Again, I think we should preface, even though I started off this podcast in a sarcastical way. Um, we don't know a whole lot about this. We're, we're talking about this from the outside. <laughs> we're just looking at outsiders observing. Yeah. This is, this is me trying to tell Dave Ramsey how to spend his money. This is, uh, this is me trying to tell like, like, um, you know, Michael Jordan, how to play poker and how to play basketball. This is like, this, just so you kind of get the concept. This is me being like, yo, Spurgeon, I know you think you know what you're doing, but let me tell you how to preach. Like, so yeah. like, this is where bro, we're at. Bro, there weren't three points there, Spurge. <laughs> so just so we're aware of who's talking about what here, like that's, <laughs> that's kind of the comparison. Um, so However, we that, do have, we do have, um, a pretty uh, weighty thing to help yeah. us maneuver 
called the Bibble. Or the Bible, as some people call it. I call it the Bibble. So. Can I just start by saying that I think that the phrase celebrity pastor culture is so idolatrous. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, the fact that that's even a thing is yeah, such a joke to me. Um, and it's offensive, honestly. Like, I'm not like, I'm not like an I said, I think it's dying, which is nice. But it's, it's like, like, what a joke we are to think. And I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how, how did it come up? How did the question come up? To be honest with you, I completely forget at this point. Okay. But by the All time right. we're recording this, we are, I'm a month and a half removed from these questions. Oh, okay. Because, because right. of how we, because of the, our recording schedule, just so everybody's clear, like no, our, our recording schedule is really far away from when this topic first came up. Um, it probably, if I, if I had to guess, it probably came up um, in, in some sort of correlation between uh, maybe the uh, Carl Lynn situation, uh, probably a little bit of pastors and sneakers, uh, that whole account that, you know, I mean, like the whole, just this idea that within Christendom, there are these pastors that people look up to like, uh, like a Mike Todd or a Ferdick or a Lentz that are really, really well known. Um, and how that actually trickles down and affects the larger church in general. And it not only just affects the church, but affects how the church outside, which I think is really what pa- preachers and sneakers like tapped into, like how it affects even people outside of the church. Um, and how people view that um the church having these individuals that they hold up really high in some regards but are pretty blatantly like crazy rich (laughs) i mean joel olstein being the most prominent of those but um obviously everybody else kind of falls there's a lot more than him yeah so the question is though the main question is can can a celebrity pastor, quote unquote, celebrity, well-known, I guess you could also put it in there. Can somebody like that remain humble? And do we have examples of that? That was really a lot of the conversations I had with people in this regard. Um, And I think it is possible. I think it really goes back to, I mean, we talked about two episodes ago about, you know, the qualifications for elder and what that looks like. And I think if, if those qualifications are met, a pastor's heart is going to be one of those that says, okay, well, I'm well known. How can I utilize this platform? Not I'm really well known. Let's see how many people I can get to listen to me. If that makes sense. I think there's a whole difference there. Um, and I pointed out when I've talked to this with people, uh, I've pointed out people like, um, like Paul Washer, for example. Uh, I think for me, he stands out as kind of the most predominant of these guys that is well known but if you look at his ministry, like it's so scaled down in regards to like, he doesn't want, like the dude just got on Instagram. <laughs> but I think, again, the reason he did that seems to be so that people can know about missions and how to fund missions. Like, like it's not him being like, yo, my tips for the day. Like, it's just, it's, he approaches it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things that Paul Washer would uh, begin with, and if you asked him that question is, well, I'm not a pastor, but, um, that's a good point, but, uh, he, he is a really good. Ex- I actually have a YouTube video sermon of his saved and, um, downloaded. And I listen to it. I mean, not like every week, but, but I listen to it every so often because it's like, it really helps ground, um, 
And I think his audience in that sermon was uh, like uh, he was preaching at a seminary. I'm, I'm assuming based on the context, it was probably the master's seminary. Um, but anyway, uh, he, he, one of the most powerful things that he does in that sermon is he, he begins to talk about um, how we look at so many men, whether it's on YouTube or whatever, we look at so many people and, and say, what a great man of God. Um, and, and to which he responds with, there is no such thing as a great man of God. There are just feeble, weak-minded men that God uses. That's it, that a great God uses. And, and I think if, if that's your mindset, then you can have 15 million followers on this, that, or the other thing. And the thing that you're going to continually be saying to them is, look, I, I suck and God is big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like mm-hmm. that, that's the, that's the message that, um, and I, I think that the celebrity pastors who have fallen or whatever you want to call it, um, this is a tough subject, man, because so like the Carl Lentz's like that. Some of these guys I look at and go, I'm not really sure you're a pastor and you might be the, the one in that in second Timothy, Paul is saying like you were hired to tickle the ears of the people who go to your church. Right. Um, because you say things that are nice. Um, but, but you could say, um, you could use people like, uh, Driscoll, right. Uh, who was, big time celebrity pastor. You could use people like uh, Chandler, who's still what I would consider a celebrity pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there are guys that you could, that I wouldn't put in the same category as Carl Lentz or um, some of these other guys. But, uh, but I think it, it always boils down to what's your pride situation like, right? And there are, mm-hmm, there are mm-hmm. pastors who have uh, their Facebook friends are the, the 45 people in their church and their family, right? You know, and, and that's it. They don't know. There's no celebrity whatsoever, but they have a, a ridiculously divisive and toxic pride issue. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have the opposite of that. You have people who have all all kinds of. Um, M- MacArthur said once that he he, um, his philosophy has has he's tried to keep it. Um, I'm going to let God worry about the, or I'm going to worry about the depth of my ministry and let God worry about the breadth of it. Ooh, right, that's a good quote. Yeah, right, it's a super good quote, and and I think, huh? Hey, everybody. My alarm is going off. Just so you know, we're in the third episode, and this is when I normally wake up on Wednesday. All right. <laughs> He's doing so much for you guys. Yeah. So well, I need more followers. No, I'm just kidding. So I, I think there's actually, though, there's a, there's a, a story in Acts that I'm not going to read it necessarily, but um, that lends itself to this. And it's when uh, Paul and Barnabas, um, so Paul does this amazing thing. Paul is preaching and speaking and um, he, he heals somebody, right? He heals the guy. He says, stand up right on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. 
When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices and, and they began to worship Paul and Barnabas, like they, Barnabas was Zeus and Paul, like they begin to worship yeah, them yeah. as gods, right? Which, frankly, is what celebrity pastor, that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? Um, we, we, we become disciples of uh, Matt Chandler rather than um, follow Matt Chandler as, follow, as Matt Chandler follows Christ, right? Mm-hmm. What Paul says. Um, so anyway, that aside, these, these guys begin to just worship Paul and Barnabas because they, this great miracle and how, how, why would you not in their situation? Like mm-hmm. and, and with their beliefs, why would you not automatically go, Oh my gosh, yeah, wow. Something's happening. Zeus, right. Um, so Thor, uh, but, but you, uh, Paul's and Barnabas, like the, the response from them is one of, just like utter humility, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 you let me show you the, the real God, right? Like the, we're just dudes. And, and, and the amazing thing that you just saw is just an avenue. All it is is an avenue that God has opened up for me to show you who he is. Yeah. Right? If, if my ministry and my attitude is formed around my gifts and my talents and look at me and Furtick and his camera angles and whatever else, right? And uh, then, then of course, some nice camera angles centered on you, right? Of course, of course it's going to be centered on you. Right. And, mm-hmm. and of course, then you're going to run into some real struggles and pride issues and whatever else. Yep. Um, but if, if the only thing that you do with that platform is go, no, 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 guys, I'm, I'm so glad that everyone has, you know, Peter at Pentecost, I'm so glad there are 3000 people here. Um, but that whole tongues thing that you saw, it wasn't drinking. It was just something that, that God did to show you who God is, right? It has nothing yeah. to do with me. Yeah, no. And that's good. I think that's where it gets, it's really easy. I think to, when we're talking about, you know, celebrity pastors or well-known pastors, it's really easy to point out like, you know, the whole list of the guys that are just bad and hate on them all day long. Um, that's super easy on both sides, right? So you'll have one side hating on Ferdict and, you know, Todd and all those guys. And then you'll have the other side hating on like the, the, uh, the MacArthur's and yeah, the Sproul. I mean, it's just, it's like, yeah. Oh yeah, look at that guy. I think what it does come down to, and that's what you pointed out, the core of it here isn't like technically any pastor or any Christian could be functioning under that same celebrity pastor-ish mentality, as soon as you say, hey, people are listening to me. Like, yeah, I got all the knowledge. And I'll just be frank, right? So there's been times on my account that I've really, like my wife is a wonderfully humbling source in this regard. And when she's just like, "Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's Instagram, right? It's, that's all it is. Like it doesn't, your opinion matters just as much as it did. Yes. You know, four years ago as it does now. And so it's one of those things where, I mean, there is a point where you have to go like, okay, where am I? Like, what am I using this thing for? And I think as pastors, we have to be careful of that because there are pastors that I know that they've left a church and people follow them. So they're like, yeah, I'm really wise. I'm really smart. I'm really influent. Like, and you can like, I've seen that affect people's lives. I've had to fight that in my own life. I think there's a point where we all have to be like, we all have to, whether it's five people or 5,000 or 500,000, there's a point in everybody's life where it's really easiest for me like, Oh, look at that doofus. They're, yeah, they're, they're dumb. And then, you know, we, we don't recognize that in our own life, 
we do the same thing with the five, 10, 20 people that we have. And we're just as prideful. We just don't have such a magnifying glass on us to show that. Yeah. Um, so I think like, can a celebrity pastor be humble or can a well-known pastor be humble? I think the, the obvious answer is yes, but I think that same applicability applies to us or, you know, you know, the pastor in the town that's got a, a sizable church or I think it comes down to, we all have to say, okay, how are we using the platform that we do have? Right. Are we trying to be like, look how smart I am? Because it's like our human inclination to be like, people are listening and people are following. I must be really smart. <laughs> like, like I must be the wisest individual in the land or the pastor that has their church growing. I mean, I've heard of pastor. I think Platt said this at one point where like when uh, his book radical was doing really well, like he had it in his head was like, Oh wow. Yeah, this is doing great. And he said, as soon as he started thinking, you know, I, I'm doing pretty good. His prayer life fell off. His devotional life fell off because he was relying on that and not the Lord. And he said there was a real, you know, having to refocus that. Um, because I think it, 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 it's all of our lives, wherever <clears throat> it's really easy to rely on the Lord when there's no affirmation coming from anybody else, <laughs> because yeah. that's all we, he's all we've got. And it's really easy to, to not do that when you're having all this affirmation and all of this, you know, patting on the back from other people. Um, so it's not really about the person, right? So, uh, you know, a Mike Todd or a Ferdick or a Sproul or a, a MacArthur um, that's going to make or break that opportunity. Um, it's that humbleness that you have in the Lord saying, okay, what am I doing with this influence? And I love what you said. You're just like, I'm just some dude that he's using to do this thing. Like that, that's mm -hmm. all this is. Because you're right, right? The disciples, uh, Paul could have easily been like, all right. Who wants to line up today? Right? Yeah. And it's going to knock you <laughs> Who over. Who wants some anointing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, they, I mean, right? In a, in, in a non-humble, I mean, there's, there's uh, what was the story where the, the, the magician was like, hey, how much for that? Right? I mean, that's right. the whole, the, the whole idea is that it, not wielded in a, in a humble way, any of us could be, you know, that celebrity pastor in which we're like let me influence you in this direction because i'm so smart and i think that's really the uh that's where that humbleness comes in yeah for sure yeah and uh i think it it really comes down to humility and pride right mm -hmm. which is a fight for every human being um regularly yeah i, I think on the daily how, you know <laughs> I, I think um we, what you said earlier really hits it on the button in that, well, like that comment that you made about them, like we just don't have the magnifying glass on us. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. I've, I've like, like I said earlier, I've, I've had, um, I, I've known um, leader, church leaders, pastors, whatever, who are um, incredibly prideful people uh, and who are either unaware or don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then you have the people with a massive platform who, um, are, are just wonderful people to be around and super giving and super, you know, like, mm -hmm. like generous with, um, <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think about it like this, if, um, it, like in the story that I just uh, talked about from Acts, right? 
um, and and all the other right like Paul Paul even the most prideful thing that you hear I think from Paul is when uh, when he says follow to to follow me as I follow Christ right mm-hmm. um, and it sounds like woo super disciple right if you if you just read it off the cuff but but he he's even then he's saying only follow me as I'm following Christ mm-hmm. right I, and it. This whole thing boils down to at the very bottom of it, it it all boils down to who am I about? Yeah. Well, am I like, about me yeah. or am I about God? And if, yeah. if my view of God is as it should be, is so massive, right? And and he is just so out of this world, indescribably amazing and big and powerful and righteous and holy and mighty and all the stuff, right? If that's God, then how and if that's constantly in my view then how could i not direct every every praise that comes to me how could it not go directly back to him um mm-hmm. verbally as people are saying hey great job today hey whatever whatever you know um man i mean <laughs> and and we all fail at that right like mm-hmm. i don't want to make the case that like if if that's not you all the time then you know repent or believe you know like um, but, but it is something, it's a constant repentance almost, yeah. within, you know, do, do I walk up on Sunday mornings to, to stand behind that pulpit and proclaim the word of God, um, to get pats on the back afterward to get, you know, uh, uh the, the verbal back rub afterward, or is it terrifying <laughs> to, uh, yeah. <clears throat> not because I'm bad at it or it's, it's a difficult task because public speaking is not hard for me, but this is hard mm-hmm. because it, it's weighty because I'm just me and I have a mirror and I know me better than everybody else. And there's nothing here to be worshiped. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing. And I think, well, what you said there, right? So when Paul talks about, you know, follow me as I follow Christ, and it's all about the message, that's why he can say that, but also in Galatians says that if I come with a different message, you don't listen to me then. Or even an angel. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Where it gets down to the point, like, it's it's not about the person delivering it, uh, which I think is where that whole angel thing ties back. It's not about the person delivering it. It's about what's being said. I mean, that's the core of it, right? So if... I mean, this is, that's the whole, that's the, why he can hold those two things in tension to where, um, you can get up and tell your church, right? Like, um, you know, here, here's, if I, if I preach anything different than this, please fire me next week. Like that, that's the idea that I don't, um, it's about the central tenet of what the gospel is. Um, and if we go off of that, then I, first of all, I don't deserve to be listened to anyway. (laughs) This is just a gift that God's given, but, um, if, if by any means I go off of this and it can be gone. I think, again, we get really held up sometimes with this whole, you know, people saying, you know, well, this person speaks so well, they're so enlightened or, and what I love to do is like find those random pastors on the internet that literally have like 75 people following their church account and like no one's ever going to hear about them or never hear from them and just listen to a sermon and be like, I did it actually this week where there was this old man that was preaching on um, uh, Hosea from Hosea and his sermon was like amazing. And I was like, man, like, I think the video had like 800 views over two year time. And I'm like, 
more people need to hear this sermon. Like it was so good. But I think we get so held up on some people and be like, no, you know, listen to this guy. It was so good. It was so enlightening. It was so helpful. And you're just like, yeah, but like, what was the message about though? Like what, what did he talk about? Um, and that's the difference. The humility part is the whole thing. Like in that sermon I'm talking about with this dude that like nobody ever heard of, I don't even know if he's still alive. <laughs> it was just, it was this, you could tell in this message that not only did it hit him, he was humble in delivering it. And that's the key right there is that he, you could tell that he knew that he was like, he's no better than anybody he's preaching to, but he, he wants them to know the message of the gospel and that humility comes through to where that's, that's the make or break point, right? Anybody can be put in a position to where the message you preach or the book you put out, like propels you into a space. What do you do after that though? And if that character hasn't been developed up to that point, um, I mean, I think a great example that's not connected to pastoring, right. Is like, if you, and you wouldn't know this because you've already told me that you don't know musicians, but like Bieber will talk about like when he was a kid, he got projected into this, this space that was where he could get anything he wanted. And he, he was a, because he was a Disney guy, right? Uh, I, I think Something honestly like it was, um, I think it was Usher that got a hold of Bieber. I'm not sure, but oh, I, so the whole thing was, yeah, it was a music thing where he gets, pro, he, and I don't know the whole story. I just know bits and pieces of it, but, um, he gets propelled into this space where he can literally have anything he wants, but he's a kid and doesn't have those built in things where, you know, it's this, this discernment of, do I actually want to do this? And when you're handed that as a Christian and you don't have humility built in and everybody's going, Oh, you're so wise. You're so smart. I want your advice on all of these minuscule things. Then there's this, if you're not humble and it hasn't been built in, then you become a glorified self-help speaker. <laughs> which, um, I mean, you can see that trajectory in some pastors that have big platforms that it's not even about the gospel anymore. It's about how to run your business better, how to manage your money better. And it's just like, you have totally lost the whole point of what got you to where you are. Um, and again, I think it comes back to that. And again, not to use Paul Washer as some, you know, poster boy for this because he would hate that. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Um, which is the uh, point. Which is the point, but it's this idea that you can see from that moment that he preached that, what is that shocking youth sermon or whatever it is titled on YouTube all the time. Right. Is that, yeah, but past that, like he could have used, I mean, he could have easily used that to project himself into this big name guy. And all you see is after that is just like him living in a cabin with his, in, in the woods with his family doing missions work. Like that's, it wasn't like, oh yeah, we can. I'm, and I'm sure the way the Christian industry works, I'm sure he got a bunch of book deals and a bunch of offers and all this other stuff. Um, and he's never talked about any of that, but I mean, how the system works, I guarantee you that's what happened. Yeah. And he had the choice of either to, you know, how to handle his, what God had put in his lap. And, um, if you listen to any sermon that man preaches, it's, it's full of this humility. Oh, so, yeah. and again, not that he's the poster boy, but it just gives us a tangible example to see kind of what uh, was happening. I think probably in the early church with these apostles that were just like, it's not me. Like it's not, it's yeah. what Jesus is. And the, the, the one, so I talk about like at the bottom of it, it's pride. Who's it about? Is it about me? And, but the one, the thing even behind that, right that the how to get there and how to stay there kind of thing um is 
Um, I, I heard in a Paul Washer sermon, <laughs> but sorry, Paul, I, I think, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was in the same, the same one I was talking about earlier. Um, but there, there's a point when he's talking to these seminary soon to be graduates, I think. And, um, or maybe it was a freshman class just come, I don't know, but regardless of that, he, he says to them, um, great. So you, you're going to have this degree, right? How, how many, uh, hours or days do you think that you've spent in the past four years or three years, um, just studying the attributes of God. Right. And then, and then he goes on with that idea and that quote, but the whole idea behind it is if you know, God, like really know him. Um, and, and not just as the, big thumbs up. Jesus is my best friend statue. Right. But, but it's, it's one thing to know the gospel, right. And to believe on in Christ and and to be a Christian. And it's another thing entirely to have had that journey where you begin to see how big God is Mm -hmm. and, and, and how like indescribably big God is, which makes the gospel all the more amazing and powerful. And Oh my gosh, why would he do this and and the more that you know who god is studying his attributes just who he is and then couple that with the fact that he sent his son to die um it's it's hard for it to be about you if you know who god is oh yeah like that's the you know Mm -hmm. good deal all right so i think um after all of that the only reasonable thing for you guys to do is uh, follow us on social media now So, guys, hopefully that was clarified. We got to end this. I got to get to my fan mail. (laughs) That clarified a few things. Um, It was helpful. Just a bill. Never mind. (laughs) Ah, It's a stupid electric company. Uh, (laughs) They want my autograph. Uh, I'm so important. So, I hope that that was helpful uh, to see that it's not just about, hey, look at all these guys and, you know, how popular these people are. Um, that affects you too as an individual. And I think oftentimes we can disconnect ourselves from that by pointing it toward the people that are well-known and totally forget about ourselves and how that can fall back on us. So guys, thank you for liking, following, subscribing, all of those things that are very helpful to getting this podcast out to other people. So we appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.